You guys ready to start? Yeah, I'm ready. Gang, gang. Okay. Welcome to uh, episode 11 of Dexperience. Today we're going to be talking about episode 13. Mystery at the Lighthouse. That was good. That was unplanned. That was a good one. You guys what even are lighthouses? Damn. That's the real question. <laughs> but before we get into what Have you ever seen uh, Round the Twist? It's an Australian TV show Around the Twist written by Paul Jennings. No, I don't okay, know. You, Where did any that Australians come? in the audience? Because they live in a lighthouse in Round the Twist. Any Australians in the audience? Shout outs to you. <laughs> okay, on that note, there's a little game that uh, I'm going to lead start that uh -huh. we like here at The Experience, we like to call. Catch, trade, release. It's where Ooh. we name three Pokemon, send them out to the audience, um, and see which Pokemon out of the three would you catch? Which Pokemon you'd catch? Which Pokemon you'd trade off? Which one you'd release to the wild? <laughs> That's so good. All right, now I've got three Pokemon, all with some kind of relation. And oh. uh, ah, all right, theme. now catch, trade, release to the room. Different here. Uh huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Articuno. Moltres. Ah, okay. there we go. And Zapdos. I'm okay. very upset that you didn't do it in the... And uh, Uno, yeah, I just realized... As I Uno, Uno dress. Yeah. I was yeah. hoping you'd, like, have a completely random third option. <laughs> Zapdos, or Moltres, which are the okay, third I have my... Yeah. Okay, really birds I'm just going to say it right now. It's so obvious that if you disagree with me, you're wrong. Oh, great. Okay, <laughs> okay catch Zapdos. Dennis, would you like to start? Yep. Yes. Catch <laughs> Zapdos. Uh-huh. Trade, Moltres, uh -huh. release Articuno. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Wow. Well, I, was, <laughs> I I would catch Moltres, uh -huh. trade Zapdos, and release Articuno. Well, you're wrong. Well, that's funny because I'd catch Articuno. Yeah. Trade <laughs> Moltres and release Zapdos. Ooh. <laughs> Harry, Harry, mine's the exact same as you. I'd catch Articuno. Hey, you made this trade you can't participate. <laughs> oh, why not? Uh, should we all defend our uh, reasons? Dennis, yeah. tell us why we are okay. wrong for some reason. Zapdos is awesome. Electricity, <laughs> it lives in the power plant, it's renewable uh -huh. energy. Wow. So you want to use Where, Zapdos as energy? You want to use it as energy bait? That's what you want it for to power your well, house? Look. That's look, sick, Dennis. You're messed Zapdos, up, Dennis. Zapdos naturally. You're Can I finish? Can I finish? You messed up, Dennis. Can you let me know. finish, please? If, if the point makes let sense. Let me finish. Sure. I'm trying to finish. <laughs> um, Zapdos, you can like, Zapdos always generates electricity. So you can just like, I don't know, like put your power plug on it when it's sleeping. That's and what, like, that's charge your phone. Excuse me? While it's he sleeping, you want to put a use plug in it? What? Yeah, we have, we eat chicken eggs as a society, and we don't think that, like, that's, Yeah, like, chicken terrible. eggs don't charge phones, Dennis. <laughs> but you would if you could. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah, because I just plug it into the power plug. Into the egg, right? No, no I would we not plug my phone what? into a chicken egg. Well, if they, if they had electricity, you would. All right. we, no, that's animal cruelty. What? What's it's it? an what's, egg. The egg's what's, not alive. We what's already harvest Logan, 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 why would what's you catch Moltres? What's a chicken going to do with an egg? Why Logan, would why would you catch Moltres? I catch Moltres because he looks the coolest. Great, that's fine. What? That's a fair answer. Have you seen Moltres without the flame? It looks well, he has the... Have you seen Zapdos without the electricity? Yes, it's Zapdos. 
<laughs> it's Mo- yeah. Moltres. Well, Lo- Logan, I kind of agree with you because I'd catch Articuno because I think it looks the coolest as well. Yeah, me too. I, I think I'm, Articuno is the coolest. I'm, and I also so. I love Moltres and I respect Moltres as a as an equal, not mm. uh, as a not a as a, a uh, utility. All right, why don't you marry it? Jeez. <laughs> I would trade Zapdos to Dennis to use as uh, mm. electricity. That's Thank you. But that's I why. That's why that I would release. That's why to release it because a beast like that cannot be tamed to charge a mobile phone. Mm. <laughs> You're doing the well, world a favor. I, if, I would develop a bond with that Zapdos. I would love that Zapdos in ways. It'd be like an abusive relationship. <laughs> no, it would not. You're like, I need to charge my phone, and Zapdos is like, it hurts. And you're like, I'm gonna charge it. Anyway. <laughs> no, oh my god. <laughs> my phone's on zero percent. Alright, Harry. This puppy needs charge. Why, why do you want Otakuno? Be- oh, it looks it, good. It's, it's my favorite out of the three. I, I like how yep. it looks. I think it's great utility in the games. Um, right. And I've always liked, I've always liked colder places over hotter places, or places that can shock me. So, you know, when, a bit of ice is always nice. When I play like, main games in Kanto, I usually use an Articuno on my team. I usually... Uh, is that... Sorry, just... Is that frowned upon? What? Using imagine? legendaries? Um, I, I personally... Personally, this is me. Even compared to play now that it's allowed, I still hate it. I do not like using legendaries in games. But if I people do to. it, it's, it's whatever, but I don't like it. Because mm, okay. it makes I the game to. too easy. When I was younger, I used The to game's play. already easy. But like now, yeah, exactly. Like, Why make it easier? Just because it's easy, and also like it's not as hard to like earn that legendary Pokemon now. That yes. feels kind of yeah. like. Do you think they'll like introduce like a hard mode in I Pokemon wish. games? They did for Black and White too. They did. There was um, a hard mode, which mm-hmm. I played that and I did enjoy it, but it was almost barely noticeable, which I guess is fine. Okay. Uh, what was the trade? Why would you trade? What what were you trading? Zapdos. Zapdos. I trade Zapdos because Give it I you. wouldn't want to get rid of Zapdos, but I'd like to keep. I'd like to know that someone out there is loving him, <laughs> or her. Yeah. Is is Zapdos a boy or a girl? It can be either yeah. or none. Okay. Or you know whatever um, it's feeling man. that day. Exactly. Yeah. I'd like whatever, someone else to have them. Whatever they want to be. Um, did I say I'd trade Moltres? Moltres? Yeah, I trade Moltres because. I just can't handle the heat. Too hot for me. Right. Too hot. Kick him out the call. Um, I would trade Moltres because I feel like it's a phoenix, right? And yeah. he'd melt and your like uh, Articuno. Myself, I don't have the power to tame a phoenix, but Ooh. others probably could. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying there's That's better trainers than you out there? <laughs> yes. Wow. Well, clearly, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a world champion in VGC. Mm-hmm. Unlike unfortunately. Me. And Oliver, then... I've beaten you, mate. Look, you don't have the competitive <laughs> team that I Yeah, can. and I beat you without a competitive team. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but it's just all situational. Bro. Oh, we got beef. You here. caught me on a bad I'd day. Release, I'd release Articuno because... Madman. Because he's just... I don't know. Out of five... If I had to go, like, my... I feel like... I don't know. I always like the fire types yeah. as my favorite. As Articuno is probably ice? best in the environment as well. Trying to keep the planet cool, so I, oh, I yeah. can I can understand why you want to release it. Yes, it yep, that's why I'd release it. <laughs> oh, okay, so you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, here we go. Environmentalism. Same. Well, I I, I also had three to bring to the table, but oh. we spent a lot of time. Yeah, on we this did one. spend a good. We'll nah, save well, it. For we'll next save time. it for the next episode. Yeah, yes. yeah. that was good. That was fun. Next yeah, time, yeah, it was a good discussion. Release catch. So now we're gonna go with a new format again. 
This is Dick Experience Story Time. Dick Experience Story Time. This time it's Story Time with Logan. Story Time with Logan. Today I'll be reading Mystery <laughs> Logan, at the Lighthouse. Logan. Logan. Oh. We should do start doing illustrations with our... Illustration. With our... It's a podcast. We can't <laughs> yeah. can describe the illustration. No, I've been I acting mean, it out. I, I was acting it out when Harry did it. So. Um, they're lost. We start <laughs> with our heroes lost in the woods. The narrator's giving... Oh, yeah, the narrator's giving some flack about them being lost in the woods and like, where are they now? And Pikachu, like, it's like a close-up of Pikachu and he shrugs. And then, like, we see them walking down a path, and we kind of get, like, a series, I guess, recap, I suppose. Yeah. And we see a whole bunch of them walking down, like, this path that becomes, like, just a black path with, like, a blue background and just, like, heaps of, like, and we see all the badges and stuff, which is, which is insanely cool. Like, all the badges are, like, you see them, like, coming down, which is cool, which I assume are the badges that Ash has to catch. Has to earn. Has to earn, sorry, for the rest a, of the episode. A bunch of them are anime original badges that aren't actually part of the That's yeah, a fun fact. series. But yeah. Yeah, so we kind of just keep, they keep walking down. And then uh, uh, he's like, Ash shows off his badges again. And Ash is actually, he's cocky again for the first time in a while. He starts boasting about his things. And he's talking about how he caught Pokemon. And then Misty's like, you didn't actually catch all those Pokemon. They all just followed you. And Brock's like, yeah, but he has six Pokemon now, so he can take on the Pokemon League. And Ash is like, I'm going to show you. I'll catch some Pokemon. And then we kind of come back to the real world, and they run to a beach. And we see a little Krabby, which I always thought were bigger than this, but I will talk about that later. And then a little Krabby that Ash tries to fight with a stick, but it just chops the sticks. And then Ash throws a Pokeball, and it takes forever, but he finally catches it. And then when he has the Pokeball in his hand, it starts, like, glitching. It's kind of creepy, actually. It starts glitching, and it teleports away to... We don't know. And then we find out from Brock and Misty that uh, on the Pokemon... That he can only hold six Pokemon at a time, like, in the games. Which, I guess, like, this is the explanation for why it's different from the games. And they don't go to a Pokedex. They go to wherever you got... They don't go to a Poke... What's that called? Pokebox. They go to wherever your Pokemon was, wherever you got your Pokédex from, which for Ash was from Professor Oak. So Krabby's gone to go look after Professor Oak, and Ash starts freaking out because he wants to check that his Krabby's okay. So they have to go find a telephone to make sure that Krabby's okay with Professor Oak. So they keep walking down the beach, and they find a huge lighthouse, which has, like, Pokemon doors, I noticed. And then, um... They knock on the door, and there's, like, a little speakerphone, quite advanced for a lighthouse. Uh, they get a little guy, and it's, like, this nerdy voice English guy going, like, Yes, you can come in! That's That was, like, German. <laughs> I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> yes, you can come He's in! German. Uh, uh, what do you need? And they're like, oh, we just need a phone. And Brock's like, oh, let me in, and I can make food. I'm making double bacon cheeseburger. And he's like, as long as you're not making tofu! And then so they let them in. And then uh, there's a phone, sick phone, by the way. It's a Bellsprout phone. Bellsprout and they phone. get the phone, and then <laughs> Oak's, like, seen, like, eating something. And Krabby's, uh, sorry, Ash is freaking out that he might be eating Krabby. And then we see uh, that Krabby's actually fine in his little bowl. And then uh, Ash and Oak are talking, and Oak's like, Oh, Gary's caught 45 Pokemon. 
and he says that uh, Gary also caught a crabby, and we see a massive, massive crabby in a bowl next to Ash's smaller one. And then they say where they are, and Oak says, oh, that's Bill, who's a very good Pokemon researcher, and he's smarter, apparently, than Professor Oak. He knows more than Professor Oak. And they're like, ooh, and then Bill's like, hi, Professor! And then they go off to find Bill, who's going to teach them more about Pokemon researching. Because we then, haven't seen his, like, his face. Yeah, we've just yet. heard his voice. And then they go into the middle of a thing, and you guys are going to have to correct me on the name. I wrote down Karibo from... Kabuto. Kabuto. Okay, I wrote down Karibo because that's Yu-Gi-Oh! I did it as a yeah. joke because I knew I it was like that close joke. enough. Ten, 10 out of 10, Logan. <laughs> and so he's in a Karibo body. <laughs> Stick and with it, yeah. <laughs> Bill needs help Kabuto. getting out of the Karibo body. And it's like a little, uh, so it's a little button they press and then Bill walks out and he starts telling them he wants to find a rare, there's a rare Pokemon that no one's ever seen. He gives them basically a huge exhibition about Pokemon, like there's 151 Pokemon and blah, blah, blah. And but there's, to see. but it's like, there's more to see, which I guess is kind of how they get away with different generations. To be a Pokemon master is his destiny. And there's like, I guess like <laughs> you, you kind of get a little bit of an explanation about how they're going to make more Pokemon that are. Um, that are known to the world. Actually, it's a, like there's we'll talk about that. And then, oh my god, this this lots happens. Then we got a Team Rocket who are spying on the lighthouse, and they know that Bill lives there. And they're like, I bet there's zillions of Pokemon there. So then they get decide to climb up the cliff to go steal some Pokemon. Bill takes them to the lookout of the lighthouse, and um, he starts telling them about this rare Pokemon that's wandering alone, and that's the last of its kind. And he has like a voice recording, basically, of him doing its call, or like a copy of its call. And then he play, and he starts telling the story of how he played that call, and the Pokemon replied once, and he plays that again. And then they put the phone away, and then they hear the call. Oh my god, it's coming! And it's like you just see in a shadowy distance of this big dragon Pokemon, which I only found out later on was Dragonite when I think Dennis told me. I didn't. I didn't. Oh know really? You Dragonite. didn't know? In April. Oh, uh, April told me. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know it was Dragonite. Oh. Uh, yeah, because like fan. I, yeah, fake fan. And then well, I've never caught one. And then um, still, I've got to earn a Dragonite. Do you got to level it up and stuff? Uh. And then there's a Dragonite. And then Team Rocket start firing missiles at it. It's very um Godzillary actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So they start firing missiles, and then Bill's freaking out, trying to calm the thing down. And then it like knocks Team Rocket into the water, and they blast off. And then Bill's kind of like sad that it's gone, but he's like, there's plenty more Pokemon out there for me. I'm going to find them. And he's like to Ash, you and me, we're not so different. You want to catch them all. I want to research them all. We're the same, but different. And then we kind of get a reaffirmation of all the characters kind of things that they're going to do. So it's like, Ash is like, yeah, I'm going to become a Pokemon master. Brock's like, I'm going to be a really good Poke breeder. And Misty's like, they're so much fun to play. Yeah. With. I'm going to, uh, I love playing with Pokemon. So like we kind of get like their three objectives objectives again, and then that's how the episode ends. Yeah. Great job, Logan. That was Dexperience episode number. I forget. Eleven. Eleven. I think. See you all next week. See you all next week. <laughs> that's not next. how it finishes. No. <laughs> now we talk about the episode. Now we talk yeah. about it. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Okay. So much happened in this one. So much. You get so much information in this episode. So much exposition. Not a lot 
really happens. It's just a lot of it is set up. And like I was as a kid, I was so blue balled by this episode because <laughs> oh my it sets goodness. up such an amazing like like concept. And it, they never follow up on again. That was so frustrating to me as a kid. Well, it takes yeah, them like 20 plus years for another giant Pokemon to come back. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, in, in like of, oh, in 20. Oh, in the form of Dynamax. In, maybe in five episodes, we'll have some kind of giant Ooh. Pokemon. Some kind of. Some kind of giant Pokemon. But like. Yeah. Because yeah, like. This was. <sighs> I, have, I have so many conflicted feelings about this episode. That this... like. Watching it again. I remember. I remember disliking this episode. I was like, <gasps> so on the list we were doing, I was like, oh, do we really have to do that one? What? <laughs> really? <laughs> because I was just like, Boom. well, for one thing, the way that the Pokemon, the exposition of that Pokeball, like, limit, it just mm -hmm. seems, like, needlessly obtuse. It was taking me out of it because it's like, it disappears in, like, a ball of light. Like, it just... Okay, but how else like, has it been to work? And they would... Well, they would retcon that, I think, in future episodes where, like, the uh -huh. Pokeball would just become inactive and you would need to go take the Pokeball to, like, a Pokemon Center and deposit uh, Pokemon. Not really, stuff. because I'm trying to think of, like, future episodes when Ash kind of... For spoilers out there, Ash doesn't catch all the Pokemon. It says in the, the title he's going to catch them all. But um, Ash kind of only tends to really catch six or seven or eight. In yeah. each like in each generation, and mm -hmm. most of the time, if not all the time, other than this Krabby, he will have a slot in his team. Yeah, on I, there. I can say I'm sure that at some point they've just had the Pokeball just be deactivated, and you can't mm -hmm. call the Pokemon out because I feel like that's happened before. Well, well you just... still keep it on your person yeah. because, like, well, as I, well. I, I, send I, you I, send it to Professor Rogue. Yeah, I can agree with Dennis because I find this. I found like the whole like teleporting thing like an almost. Too, like, almost out there too unbelievable because yeah. like at least with like in episode two when they're like transporting all the pokemon balls from the center when it starts getting attacked at mm -hmm. least then they're using like a full-on like machine this is apparently happening because you've got a little pokedex yeah. and like that's somehow making all of this ability to teleport yeah. across like, like a whole region we kind of like... we kind of touched in episode two as well like what actually happens to the pokemon when they get teleported as well but my thought is, is, is the same here again. What happens when the Pokeball and the Pokemon gets teleported? Is mm. it still the same Pokemon? Is it particles that seem replaced? <laughs> yeah. For it yeah. to form a whole new Pokemon with the same personality. It's Absolutely. kind of a weird way to That's... think about how it actually physically can happen. Yeah. It's something that, you know, even scientists today haven't really been able to figure out. Like, yeah. is... That's the wonders of animated shows that like, we can do over the hell you had... want with no explanation. <laughs> They yeah. had to do it because, like, your Pokemon just can't go to, like, a random box in a machine, Yeah, you know? Like, I was, one of my notes was that, like, Ash has never had to access someone's PC because he's already met mm -hmm. Bill now, so it's always going to be Bill's PC. Mm. That's, That's a good a, joke. A, I like that. Reference. That was funny, Dennis. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> you can talk to, you yeah. have more interaction with Bill in the game, don't you? Um, Not, not really. Too much more. I feel like this is pretty much all... Uh, I it's thought kind of the only difference is that Bill turns into a Pokemon in the game. Yeah, and he, he he's not in a Pokemon. Yeah, I was suit. expecting that. He becomes waiting. like he becomes a Pokemon in like a, the Fly esque scenario, where if you mm -hmm. follow. Oh that, my speaking gosh! Of, speaking of teleporting, it's when a man tries to teleport using a machine, yeah, and, and a gets... fly gets stuck. Like comes in. Isn't and it Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Sure. Yeah, that might have been a remake. Yeah. That might have been yeah, a remake. It was the original. With Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. The original. Yeah, it's the original. Uh, excellent movie. No, no, that was... I'm pretty sure that was based off of, like, another thing. I'm just going to say, my only actually interaction with it is the, the Treehouse of Horror yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> and... And, um... 
and so in that in that story, a man becomes swaps places with a fly, and it's like a whole thing, and like they kind of reference it in the Pokemon games where like there's a teleporter, but in this one, it's just Bill's just trying to be like a naturist or something where he becomes. Well, we actually Pokemon. have a word for it in um our kind of thing. He tries to become a furry. <laughs> that's <laughs> actually that's not what a furry is. Um, yeah, Oliver, explain. Yeah. Don't tell me. Explain, oh, what a, explain what a fairy is, Oliver. Yeah, um, 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 uh, something <laughs> sent kind of from like... the depths of hell. No, hey, 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 hey. fairy shame. Let's not Let's keep not actually, I'm so, actually, like, okay, so Dennis, a that's a stereotype. A you can't say that. You can't right? say don't kink shame because it's not necessarily well, a sexual thing that, either. Like, so... the, there's like a history. It's like a huge association with that kind of stuff. So like, well, there's a first, you have a fursona, right? Yeah. And like, you kind of like become that fur character let's say that's what kind of being a fairy yeah. is like but so bill bill doesn't identify he does though he says he does he, you have he, to for your research he says he he has to become basically become that pokemon and like he says like pretending like being in the suit lets him gain access to like its nature and its mind so in a way he is kind of being a fairy he has his Bill's own well i guess in this word to be a pokemon a pokey what's that he has his own pokey sona. Oh my god! This is that's, only for that the, is true. Like, for I the think fossils, that's like though, actually right? like. I guess it's just so, like he traps it. He traps himself in that um that costume as well. Or yeah. yeah. Well, only persona. for this one because he can't reach. He can't the, reach the, the thing. button. But I think it is like he has his own pokey. So he has multiple because like that's his way of exploring them. I don't know. I don't have enough experience in furry culture to say if it is or isn't i think it's definitely enough. similar like I, it's using like a similar like maybe kind of idea. like visually it's similar in that i think costume. i like, think all the writers were doing is there's yeah. like they're like oh this is what scientists do for sure this is like it seemed yeah. like, it was so wacky well to kind of bounce i think the idea was that let's show how wacky we can make Bill. yeah so let's, let's make him wear pokemon costumes also for the bill, purpose of his research bill is having a green moment which I appreciate. A what moment? A green moment. His hair is green. His hair is green. Where is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't notice. Because you're colorblind. Oh. It was like it's brown. amazing how much like this comes into play when we're talking about stuff. Um, yeah, his hair is green. Oh. Um, which is interesting because canonically, he's always had brown hair, like in like the Sugimori art, which is like the... Uh, um, what is it? The Sugimori is the, the official artist of like the Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. So. Ah, yeah. So, so he's having his diet is a green and living like a hermit, I guess. Do you know what actually is also quite funny about this? Going back to kind of the technology things we've been talking about, is uh, they have the ability to teleport a Pokeball over vast space, but they don't have mobile phones. Yeah, true. Like Ash can't contact. Um, they even have video phones. Yeah. But Ash can't contact it's, Professor Oak unless he's at like a physical location. Yeah, it seems to be quite landline based mm. rather you than. I think they wireless. could do it through the Pokedex. But the Pokedex but... in this episode, it's established as you can use it as a Pokemon box, which we will see it being used as like, which we will see in future games. You can just like change yeah. your Pokemon out willy nilly wherever. And I actually. But... So we find well, out I... Gary's oh, caught 45 Pokemon. So Professor Oak has to look after all of those Pokemon. And like he doesn't just keep them in their Pokeballs, he keeps them like outside of them. That's the whole point of the um the Pokedex is that uh, Ash and Gary 
And the other two that we never hear about again, I assume they died. I don't know. Ash and Gary <laughs> go have. out and, and catch Pokemon so they can send back to Oak so he can research. Yeah. So but that's like, the whole point of that. Yeah, so he's looking after them for the purpose of research. And how it's not many one man looking after 45 of... Pokemon. It's a whole team. Yeah, and there's also, like, he'll have, like, other people before those two will have Pokedexes. Yeah. How many thousands of Pokemon does Oak have that he has to, like, look after every day? There's going to be <laughs> a... There's going to be... um. A great gag in future episodes yeah. with Tauruses oh, and Professor Oak, and it's going to be wonderful. Oh, and great. we see how small Ash's Krabby yeah. is compared to Gary's. Yeah, they always yeah. have like some real like, like, uh, like measuring contest. Yeah, a, yeah. A, a, a phallic measuring, measuring contest, contest, like, contest, if you will. I want to um, go back to the forty-five Pokemon quickly. Um, what I found interesting is that. So, in the first four generations of the anime, out of all the Pokemon that are there. Ash only catches 47. Yet, within episode 13, 14 of the anime, Gary's mm-hmm. already caught 45 in just one True. Generation. It's how like, how it crap is Ash as a Pokemon right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of like what the episode starts with. Like, Misty kind of basically yeah. says, like, you haven't caught a Pokemon, and she also says, you did not earn your badges. That's the mm-hmm. thing. I think, like, he gets pokey-shamed. He does. He like, gets like yeah. he gets like you know shamed into like not having enough Pokemon. I think that was another thing because like a lot of people play the games differently, mm-hmm. and yeah. they don't they don't even. Um, I never caught them all. Yeah, they some people well, they just don't stick to their core the six. A lot of people like swap out and they play. Like yeah. there's definitely different mm-hmm. play styles. Yeah, yeah. And like I think that was one of the my issues with it is like it kind of uh pioneering like a certain way to play or like. A certain goal to attain. Um, also, I think can... that ki- well, I think that kind of goes with the 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 um the motto that's kind of attached to the anime of gotta, gotta catch them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the reason why they're doing that. Yeah. But then Ash doesn't catch a new Pokemon for multiple episodes after this Krabby. Hmm. Oh. So the, the choice to not have him catch Pokemon, I don't understand the reason and buy it, but it's it's an intriguing choice because it doesn't fit with. I guess because maybe they want us to establish relationships with the Pokemon he has caught. Like if he caught a new Pokemon every episode, if he had like three Caterpie, I just I would tune out because I'd be like, why should I care about? There's no bug catcher. This is is a Pokemon Go. We will see later on when he catches like quite a large amount of Pokemon. Yeah, that it doesn't really work out well in terms of storytelling. Mm -hmm. So I. You can, I, I can see that. So it's like a storytelling focus. Can I just say what has what one of the things I really like about this episode is like Krabby's um cry. He's like cookie, 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 cookie. Oh, mm. I can't wait till it becomes a Kingler and it's just a deep cookie, cookie. <laughs> it's pretty much <laughs> so Cookie good. Monster. Like it's cookie so monster. good. Cookie, cookie, yeah. cookie. <laughs> so Krabby good. has a wonderful cry in this series. Yeah. <laughs> Logan, That's when so you good. were doing your rundown, did you mention Team Rocket at all? Yeah, just yeah. quickly. There are um, team. One of my, quite... like, absolute... What makes this episode for me is actually how meta it is of Team Rocket. Where they're oh, like, yeah, they're oh, like, should we, do we take the road to the lighthouse or climb up the cliffs? And it's I like, well, it's... and Meowth's like, well, we're the bad guys, so we gotta yeah. sneak up the cliffs. It's the like, whole Je- episode Jesse is and Meowth are like... Yeah. Sorry, is it Jesse? Yeah, Jesse. Jesse, Jesse James and, and Meowth. Yeah, Jesse and Meowth are like super just like yeah we're the bad guys so we got to yeah, do this and so james good. yeah james is the one who starts questioning yeah uh, he starts questioning like their role and like why they have to keep even later on in the episode like it's yeah. not just at the beginning he starts questioning like it's like they say i got it written down they say something like uh yeah we're the we we have to take the dangerous route because we're the bad it's guys so, 
And then like the riots were just Jane says have to like, do no. things that hurt to become hardened. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> James James has another line that I really like actually. That was my favorite James line of the They have a, the they have a weird so line where they just oh, Jesse yeah. and James cry about being scared of heights. Yeah. But they pr- practically live in a Hollywood balloon. In a balloon. <laughs> that is true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Good point. laughs> yes. There's um, So that kind of was like, eh, that's There's a, a there's a line where Jesse and James are like clinging to the cliff and then they see Dragonite and oh, James yeah, yeah. goes so size does matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Logan, you touched on it very briefly in your rundown, but I kind of want to just talk about a little bit how much this episode, especially with the Dragonite, really did remind me of Godzilla. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, really? a, I'm a big Godzilla fan. I, I love the movies. And the history behind Godzilla intrigues me uh, incredibly. It's so... Around the time it 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 kind of came after World War Two, and sadly Japan was was nuked with those two bombs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Japanese cinema kind of started uh, catching on to the idea of what would happen to the wildlife of the people with all this uh, nuclear energy that's around us affecting us, and eventually a sea creature like Godzilla was born from all that nuclear energy. So yeah. kind of trying to fit that in with the Pokemon world and just giant Dragonite being yeah, there is is this some sort of nuclear powered Dragonite? It's so it's it's so yeah. intriguing. Even the way he's animated a little bit, it's a bit. He like, he walks. It's like yeah. a bit choppy, like mm. kind of like some of those it's original really Godzilla. Cool. The fact he's the walking through the water out. as well, where Godzilla lives, yeah. it's with like the fog. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was really cool. I wonder because um, there was that link that I sent you about the original creative director of Pokemon, and he oh, yeah. was like really into like some wacky ideas in terms of like mm-hmm. taking the Pokemon series into really like subversive areas, mm-hmm. and like I wonder if he kind of wanted to pioneer this as an episode to kind of test the waters or kind of introduce some like old God kind of elements to it. Oh yeah. It was just didn't pan out because it was a very different episode compared to what we've had so far. It was incredibly meta. Yeah. I will give this episode one thing. It has amazing atmosphere in it. The animation as well. The animation, all of that animation is like original. I think to this episode, they don't reuse much animation. Everyone has like, newly drawn like animation like, just for this episode there's like there's like the badge thing when they're walking yeah. and yeah. there's like mm-hmm. all like the pokemon on like uh bill's wall when he's talking yes. about pokemon and stuff yeah. it's so cool it is like it's so dramatic um yeah. that i kind of i what i overlooked as a child was that like how you know this atmosphere was so well done and i could appreciate that now as yeah, they're really Someone like older. they're really like honing in on like the idea of like the a misty a mysterious lighthouse because like it's mm-hmm. always dark. There's like a, the classic like swirl of fog. Yeah, it's so those cool. moments with Dragonite when you just see him as like a shadowy figure are beautiful. And when like yeah. he's supposedly it's swinging, cry as well. Oh, and I actually like, have a question yeah, for you it's guys. Cry. It's was, awesome. Was that so reused nice. in the second movie? Well, Harry, you'd, if you, I, I, I that. couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I have a, so you guys, um, did you guys? When did you guys recognize it was Dragonite from the cry? No, straight or, away. You can just tell, like when oh, I was when, younger. Or? So only when, like when, when Bill was just showing the cry, did you know it was a Dragonite? No. no. So no, you no, because that's not the typical Dragonite cry. Oh, okay. Dragonite, yeah. they kind of sound like. <laughs> but as you'll soon as get, you saw the shadow, you'll get a, a, a better visual of what a Dragonite is mm-hmm. in the first movie. Yeah. Oh. Like I don't think we see a Dragonite in the anime for like ages. Yeah, when should we watch the yeah. first movie? Like, does it? Do... There's like, there's a point that it slips into the continuities that we oh, probably um, do. So how the series goes is once they finish a season, there's a movie. 
Ah, yeah. Because yeah, so by the end I, of season one, it'll be time for the movie. Because I know we have some special like, plans for. People there's like should, a canon you know. moment where, which is referenced in the anime, that mm-hmm. we can kind of. Go. It's like near the eighth gym, I think. Because um, right, like Dragon to... Ball Z episodes, like the movies have no relation. Yeah. Going back uh, to Dragonite again, they did a really good job of not stating that a giant Pokemon was a Dragonite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's very obviously a Dragonite. Like anybody who knows Dragonite knows that it is, but. Not even Bill knew what mm-hmm. Pokemon it was as well, and uh, the mystery—the mystery to keep that—is is beautiful. I'm glad yeah. that it wasn't just like it's a giant Dragonite. And um, the oh well, one thing I was just reminded of when we were talking about Mewtwo is Mewtwo appears in this episode uh, on the wall, on the wall as oh. a wall etching. Yes. Actually, not even—he's actually on the door as well. Yeah, on that, when they that's first. What I meant, yeah. Oh, he's also on like the wall as well oh, later yeah. on. Yeah, but he's <laughs> on the door, which I thought was kind of like he is on the door of Bill's. I thought no one knew who Mewtwo was. I thought he was like a mystery. I thought not as well, but perhaps this is like a special Bill's invention type. Bill knows everything kind of has connection. Yeah, it must be. I think Bill would It could have just know. been like an yeah. early, like they haven't decided what to do with Mewtwo yet as a thing as well. So it does interesting Mew, that Mew appear there, naturally, though. but Mewtwo's yeah. science? Yeah, Mewtwo's man-made. But Mew is natural. Yeah. Okay. Found in the forest of and South Africa. South America. So, Another thing that um, I haven't mentioned is Bill is, I'm pretty sure, named after Bill Gates. No. Really? I've, heard, I've yeah. heard that before as well. Oh, so because like he has right. like his yeah. PC normally and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Really? Is, that's fun. What is everyone's like hate of tofu in this? And this episode? whole I wanted, like, I, yeah, I wanted Bill... to bring that up. But the, the continuity to have Bill's cook away who always cooks tofu and also <laughs> Professor Oak's cook yeah. away who always cooks tofu. There's like some great. sort of there's like some sort of cooks convention or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where are all the cooks at? Huh? And why are they always making tofu? I guess because it's cheap. It's good though. And then like Ash was worried Pravi would be eaten, which again goes into that you know our conversation about of Pokemon being Pokemon eaten. Because that must happen. Because if Ash for Ash to have a genuine fear, yeah. especially when he sees Oak having like a steamy kind of pot meal, mm-hmm. yeah. it must be like an established thing that sometimes Pokemon get eaten. Like. For him Clearly, to well, yeah, Oak, it's like a hundred percent. Like Oak says, yeah. like, "Oh, I'm if if you caught a bigger Krabby Ash, I would have eaten that." Doesn't yeah, because he's like, "Oh, yeah, this is, yours was much too small to like." Yeah. Steam well, we don't we don't see Gary's Krabby ever again. Maybe Oak ate it. I think, oh my god! I think <laughs> <he did. laughs> Literally, he says he will. <laughs> he's like, "Screw oh, you, grandson! It's more juicy than ashes." <laughs> I've never eaten like crab or lobster. Oh, I'm a big what? fan. Of, I'm a big fan. I haven't had a lot of crab. What have you had? Like that fake crab meat. At least, yeah, no. fake. Because sure it doesn't taste fake. anything like that. But nah, yeah, it's so have, it's like, so much better. Because <laughs> lobster and stuff like expensive, isn't? I've never been to like what, a restaurant. You've never been to a wedding where, where they, they serve <laughs> lobster. No. What? Can Maybe I be when I was like, say that? but I was like, Dennis, see, I haven't gone to a wedding you... since I was like, I haven't eight been to. Can I haven't been to a wedding? Say that I had it on the coast of France. Yes. Oh. Ah oui. Ah oui. Zutalo. That's that's me that's me uh, flexing right there. And I'll never do it again in my life. I promise. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> um, and oh, what else about this episode? I would uh, like to just point out I'm from Auckland, and I've never been to a wedding or had lobster. So. Well, well, you're quite young. <laughs> only I'm only like a year old. older than yeah, him. You <laughs> just need to make some bougie friends. Not down in Wellington, um, like I kind of want to discuss about yeah. um, the possibility that was this dragon like Dynamax or not? Yeah. Um, oh, there, yeah. There's no way. There's no way to link it. It was 20 plus yeah. years yeah. in the future. Dynamax came into it. To the there fold, was no way. What's the thoughts on that? 
it, there's no way they would have like planned for it, but it's still kind of funny that like, Cause, like you can retroactively say that it was Dynamax. And he did come. Mm-hmm. He has to come from the sea. Yeah. And like Bill says, he comes from a faraway land. Yeah. Could be from uh, Galar. And what's yeah. that region okay. called? Um, Ga- Galar. Galar. The Galar region Galar. is far away yeah, from Kanto. Yeah. Uh, but a Dynamax Pokemon can't walk. Like, it can Dynamax because it's in a power spot, right? Based on yeah. the region. Mm-hmm. So surely if it walked away from the region, that it would non-Dynamax. It would have, there's like, also, maybe it slowly shrinks as it's moving along. Well, there's mm. also conflicting, like, even in the game, it's conflicting that is it a hologram or is it, did the Pokemon actually grow physically that size? Yeah. Like, people mm. still don't actually know mm-hmm. as well. There's no clear answer what Dynamax it yeah, is. But like, it's fun to kind of... We also don't know Dynamax... Is painful yeah. as well because there's that one gym leader in uh, Sword and Shield, the the yeah. punk guy who refuses to do it. Yeah, he doesn't Dynamax his Pokemon because he doesn't. He, yeah, I don't know if it's because he's the punk character, so it's too like yeah. mainstream. I haven't heard someone <laughs> say the word mainstream in so long. Well, wow. you just like you just heard yourself saying it. Yeah, uh, maybe because there wasn't yeah. mainstream, mainstream to say mainstream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why. But yeah, Dynamaxing is actually really interesting because yeah. we do see it when us three talked about um, the new series trailer. Oh yeah, we, we talked about the Gigantamax. Yeah, wasn't there for Gigantamax Pokemon? Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing was. So, like, this Dragonite is an old god, and, like, I thought it was so sad how they had an to old use, god. reuse its... Yeah, like, old god, like, it's, oh, like, did you say Kraken, god or god? God. Oh, like, what are you, the Kraken, what are you um, oh. Cthulhu, like, those kinds of eldritch horrors from it's Lovecraft. An, it's like, a, this it's episode a patron has, in D&D, yeah. Mm, yeah, this episode yeah. has huge, like, overtones of that kind of, well, monster movie stuff as well as, True, like, these yeah. old... I, th- I like, just think, I want my main takeaway from this is just to be just how beautiful, like, the Dragonite is shown to be. Like you said, it's, it's yeah. like it's like this like it's mystical cry. being. It's it was, crying it's, and everything. It's amazing. Yeah. It's cry what? that they have to that they that um Bill says it can only like it can it's like might be the only one in the world. Reminds yeah. me of that whale. He says that, like, yeah, it's the only one. It's floating uh-huh. in the ocean and then like, by itself it's so sad. Yeah and like every cat just to, like even like emphasize like the beautifulness of like the cry and stuff. I think every single character on at, at one point on screen says like oh, that's a beautiful cry like mm-hmm. even james and jesse take a moment um after like climbing and like like oh my god that's beautiful and like james does not want to shoot it with a bazooka but he but then does. he does he's like it's the story is telling me to do it and that's all i have to <laughs> yeah. essentially something which i was really something yeah. that really got me as well is how um after jesse and james were shooting it the dragonite like you could tell it was kind of approaching <laughs> bill and the gang yeah. But after it got shot, it turned away. Turned away. Yeah, that was because so, it wasn't yeah. them. And it just was walked the bad away guys. with no with no resolution at all. Yeah, yeah. it was. And that, that, out that hit that hit really hard for me because oh, it just shows like how we as humans have kind of been mistreating these wonderful yeah. creatures that we have in the world of cold animals, yeah. and just we can forget that you know they're their own thing. Let them be. It's, oh, it really, it really hit me. I mm. I was watching it like three a.m. in the morning, so that's probably why it hit me that hard. <laughs> 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 well, I I I think I that was one of the things as a kid that kind of like upset me is because it wasn't like a neat and tidy resolution. We never see that dragon eye again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it sad. Like, I would hope we would. It's it's just like I guess it's that thing. Like you know, if you treat something beautiful badly, sometimes you might never see it again. I guess I, like, I, I I can yeah. You go ahead, Logan. I guess it's also kind of sad. Like thinking about this now, it actually makes me. I'm actually feeling quite sad. But like it's all like. Even think about, it, but the characters themselves though they don't, 
they're not having this kind of like effect. They're not feeling the same way that, that we're we feeling are. right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Bill's just like, well, there's always more. <laughs> yeah, they kind of brush it off quite. They brush it quite easily. It's kind of sad. Well, this maybe it's something for the more mature viewers to think about. Yeah. Also, yeah, how heavy that's... metal was it that Dragonite kind of like just knocked off the top of that lighthouse and they just kind of had to run down in the rubble? That was so intense yeah. and for like, like such mm, a mellow episode. It full on like swings at Team Rocket and like, how'd they survive? Yeah. And like Team Rocket also using bazookas again, the guns again. Yeah. On like mm-hmm. an innocent creature that we know that's the last of its kind, which like as a kid, you're kind of like ingrained into that like. If something's endangered, you protect it at all costs. But they're just like, yeah. like you, you think about it as, as a kid's perspective. Like, haha, Team Rocket are the bad guys. They gotta shoot it. But you think about it now as a twenty-three-year-old adult. You're like, this is really upsetting that they're shooting this it's quite this scary yeah. creature. Yeah, it's just like I wonder if they were doing all these series now, if they could redo it, if they would include Team Rocket in every episode. Because this yeah, is like, would. yeah, because this is like another episode where like. You, you feel like they're redundant? Yeah, I feel like, oh, they, they just They didn't of, need to be there. Yeah. They kind I of enjoyed them a lot, that though. Moment. Like, I know they oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying they, they didn't, yeah, saying they didn't impact it, but they, they would have been they were fine without them there. Yeah, it's like it Charmander. Been, yeah. It's like the Charmander episode. Like, there, it, it was like, there was almost like such a touching moment, but then Team Rocket had to come in and mm-hmm. ruin the, tu- like the, the emotion that... Yeah. The, that's the thing, like, I guess they kind of, they didn't really trust that their young audience would just appreciate this kind of, this story with I mean, you didn't, so. <laughs> that's true, I didn't <laughs> yeah. appreciate it. I was annoyed at Team Rocket because they, they, they didn't let me see Dragonite. Yeah. So actually, I don't know, if I was a kid, I'd be like, I want to see Dragonite. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to the fireworks factory. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah. they, one thing I was very uncomfortable with watching this episode was at the end where Bill's like, Pokemon is great. Pokemon this, Pokemon that. It felt kind of like I was being indoctrinated into like this Pokemon concept. Yeah, it's like, and then like all three things are like, yeah. there's this about Pokemon, there's this about Pokemon, there's this about Pokemon. It's yeah. like, it was a bit too much because like I'm already into, I watch it for like, you know, the 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 story and the comedy and like, the it's like monsters are cool, Pokemon mm-hmm. are cool. Like, I don't really need the idea of, like, Pokemon as a concept is uh-huh. this and this. And you got to follow along and catch them all and consume and embrace and have it as a part of your identity. I felt like that was a bit too much. And I'm Ooh, not sure if that was in the Japanese the part, version. Um, Bill made a point. He was like, there's 150 known Pokemon. But then at near the end of the episode, he's like, oh, there could be more than we can ever imagine. And I thought that was a way for, like, the writers and, like, the Pokemon company to be like, oh, we can keep, like, putting out these Pokemon for years yeah, to come definitely. and have it be justified. Like, yeah. For sure. Well, because like, by then, was... Gold and Silver was just hitting the stores in Japan or right. like, just about to hit the stores in the same year. So, like, we knew there was more Pokemon coming. Yeah. So they kind of have to... They kind of have to, to say it. Yeah, they, they definitely had to find a way of saying... Oh, should we say Final Four? Uh, yeah, Final well, well, I've got... What is it? Yeah, I guess so. Um, I'll, should I, shall yeah, I? you can go first, David. Overall, I want to say that... There were some amazingly good, well-done moments that we will never see in the series again, like the atmosphere, for one thing, maybe outside of the movies. Um, they were amazing. There are some things that are never brought up again or retconned as well. So this episode is an, ama- it's an anomaly, I think. Like, there's not, there's not much that kind of sticks to the Pokemon Laura, it's trying new things, and it's trying to set up new things, I think, which mm-hmm. I can appreciate, but the, that they weren't following up on it is kind of disappointing i think because oh, yeah. there's so much that they could have done with this kind of these concepts that are brought up that they never do again 
but the animation um the art style like design everything is so well done the mood the color usage like when they're on the beach when it's twilight is beautiful mm-hmm. it is like that's this is like anime anime <laughs> this i is one of like moments of anime at its prime i think because mm-hmm. the, you know it's just beautiful beautifully done you talented and and the idea of dragonite being like this old god is such an interesting concept and we would not see this mentioned with as much atmosphere or reverence even in pokemon ruby and sapphire where it does deal with like old old gods and the ideas of like pokemon that were ancient and not of this world so the fact that like in episode what 12 of the anime 13. 13 that they were able to kind of delve into this is amazing to me and that it's disappointing that they never fall into it again um and also the exposition of the pokeball the way that the pokeball system worked i felt was kind of needless it kind of made it feel a bit like loose like it kind of gave the episode a and then kind of structure Mm -hmm. because like you go ash goes ash decides to go to the beach and then a crabby appears and then his ball disappears and then he sees an he wants to go check up on it and then they go into the lighthouse and then they find bill and then they find that he's a kabutops and then they find out about very like thematically there's not much that's um, a good way to do that episode kind of, rundown right there yeah <laughs> it doesn't really link it together with like a grander idea um also oh i just remembered they they use that char they use that um godzilla the american godzilla movie they use that similar using the cry of the of the Godzilla to kind of attract it to them. I'm pretty oh. sure they use that in the American Godzilla movie. Is this Godzilla 2000? 2000? The, la- yeah, the latest Godzilla one? 2000. No, no, the, the one that came the one, out. The in... one with Matthew Broderick? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that piece of trash. It was not a good movie. <laughs> with the yeah. baby? Yeah, the baby Godzilla <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah, was yeah. never followed up on again. Yeah. Which no, is ironic because one. this also was never followed up on again. Mm. Um. But yeah, overall moments weren't bigger than the whole. Like there were so many amazing moments, but altogether it just for me it didn't click and that's why it's like an episode that I don't revisit a lot. Oh, yeah. But it's like I can appreciate it. It's it's it is a beautiful episode. Yeah, I just uh, uh yeah, I most did is basically see everything. So about like what I would <laughs> think as well. Like all the art was animation was like amazing. The atmosphere was amazing. The yeah, like as soon as like I kind of was like relating it to Godzilla in my mind and like those kind of films and stuff, I thought it was like insanely cool. Uh, I just yeah, just I had this. I don't. I hope it's not going to become a regular thing that like I get to the end of an episode. And I'm like, I wish Team Rocket wasn't there because mm. I wished Team Rocket wasn't there again for the second time early on in the series. Mm. For me, like they just, I don't know. I just felt like they it's like. From like wanting more than just like seeing Pokemon, mm. like wanting more like depth, it just felt like sad. I I do want to, I I will say that like I've been in your shoes, Logan, mm-hmm. where I've hated Team Rocket, and also loved them, and it's like it's That's a journey. Right you go now. you go on a journey. Okay, it's a thank war. you. I'm looking so like I'm I, looking forward to my journey. It's like you will come across, you will come around, and then come around again, mm-hmm. and it's just. It's just being in a relationship or like <laughs> of like of liking Team Rocket, I mean. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, it's kinda of, it's kinda of hard to to add on to what to what's not being said already. The the beautiful animation, the um just the, 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 the entire aesthetic of this episode. It, it's it's so beautiful, but what really captured me 
as um, as such a big um, Ishiro Honda fan or Lovecraftian fan, is just this treatment of this mythical Dragonite and mm, creating this wonderful beast that lives in this world. And yeah, it, it can be quite upsetting that we don't see it again, but I love that. I love that we never, it's never spoke of again, it's never seen again. It adds to the ethereal, the aestheticness of it. It's its own little bubble in the Pokemon universe that quite is quite rare to have now because everything's always followed up, up upon. I like that this Dragonite, this giant Dragonite, is just its own, hmm. uh, its own tiny dot on the history of this Pokemon anime. And it's, I don't think if it was anything else, it would fit. It's, it's, mm-hmm. The hmm. contrast of the small crab in the ash court to this giant, uh, to this giant giant dragon eye is just it. It shows the entire scale of the world that we're journeying through right now with Ash and the gang, and it's 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 a lovely episode. And although my big criticism is that yes, there is no there is no story development in this episode, but that's fine. But you expect that with filler, but it yeah. it it fills it with beautifulness. It's it's great. Yeah, and the the stuff that they were that is like exposition that would have made it not filler is never referenced again. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you I, I definitely, I agree with you guys. Like the whole atmosphere was fantastic. Dragonite. Like I really love those really like slow moments. Dragonite and them on the lighthouse are really beautiful. My main takeaway from this episode. And I think I love this episode. I'd say this is one of my favorite episodes. And I just, I just love, Team Rocket in this episode, and that they're super hyper aware that they're the bad guys, and yeah, yeah even though funny. it's like they shouldn't be there, they're not warranted to be there, but where are the bad guys? And it's it's super like it's it's like it's saying a, it's commentary on that like trope and that stereotype of the bad guys, and it's like oh well we gotta climb up rocks because we gotta be yeah. like it's so silly and it's really fun, mm. and it is a it, it's like a nice light hearted moment next to everything else as well i think it's it's funny yeah so it's my main takeaway is just that meow is hilarious and i enjoy so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, did you notice who's your shout out what harry sorry oliver who's your shout out for this episode oliver uh yeah. um shout out to our unsung hero brion i actually hate that pokemon it's god what? awful Bri- but, okay, uh, you know, okay, keep first, your head you in. like Quilladin, but you don't like first Brioni. You hate Quilladin, but you don't like Brioni. <laughs> no, because I know I that mean... no one else likes it as well, so I got call I thought Quillin. Is it Quillin? Quillin. I thought Quillin was quite cute. Actually. Yeah. I looked it up after. Oh my god. But gosh. no, no one, you know. Did you? <laughs> well, I just, like, I had this thought. Did you notice there weren't any, like, Pokemon? Like, none of Ash's Pokemon showed up outside of, like, that beginning bit? Oh, there weren't yeah. even any battles or anything. True. That's true. Mm-hmm. You don't really notice don't it. Notice. It doesn't yeah. need it. Yeah. No. It, yeah, exactly. It, it wasn't needed at all. Yeah. Hmm. Sweet. Sweet. Okay, well, next, uh, that's all us for today. Join yeah. us next time for. You can say it, Dennis, if you want. The next episode. Oh. What's it called? Oh, yeah. The next episode. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm put on the spot. <laughs> uh, the next episode is called Electric Shock Showdown. <laughs> really? That's that- the next episode? Yeah, it awesome. is. Awesome. Oh, Oliver's hyped. Yeah. I'm excited now. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for listening. If you're listening during the day, I hope you have the good rest of your day. And if you're listening in the evening, have a good night. Thank you. Much love. Bye. Bye.